0: You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Every Star Trek fan came to Star Trek in their own way. Each of us has a story to tell about how we found Star Trek and why we stayed. This is your Star Trek story. This Star Trek story comes from Sean. I've always had a fascination with space since I was very young. Recently, I ran across some short stories I wrote, if you can even call something someone writes in the first grade a story. The subject matter was almost always to do with space exploration in some form, but it wasn't until the fifth grade in the mid-80s when my class was assigned to do a skit where I first discovered the Enterprise. Another group of kids decided to do a Star Trek skit, and they had created a tiny enterprise made out of three toilet paper tubes, three toothpicks, and a piece of paper cut in the shape of a circle. I remember nothing about this skit, just the ship they made. I asked if I could have it when they finished and took it home with me utterly fascinated with the weird shape of it. This was not like any rocket or spacecraft I had ever seen before, and something about it seemed completely entrancing. I imagined myself flying around on that ship, and some of the amazing things I might experience. I was vaguely familiar with Star Trek, as my uncle would watch it from time to time. All I remembered was that a member of the crew often proclaimed something along the lines that he was not a man, but a falcon. This seemed strange to me, as he did not appear to have wings, but I digress. With the toilet paper tube Enterprise prominently displayed in a place of honor in my room, I decided to make it my business to really watch an episode. While well, I don't remember what episode it was or even, that the first ti- or, or even that first time because I'm old and apparently my brain doesn't work anymore, I do recall that I was completely captivated with it and would watch it every night at 7pm religiously. Soon the toilet paper tube enterprise fell apart and it was replaced with proper models. Since I could not build these myself due to my appalling lack of dexterity, I forced my dad to do this as a result of never-ending nagging. During my epic devouring of the original series, my family decided to show me one of the movies which was airing on TV one evening. This happened to be The Wrath of Khan, which we ended up tuning into a third of the way through. I remember being confused and upset as somebody had removed the primary hull from the Enterprise and flipped the nacelles upside down. So upsetting. (laughs) Also, it didn't help that I would not seen Space Seed either. That wouldn't come until later. But I digress again. Once I properly watched all of TOS and the movies, of which there were four out at the time, word came that there would be a new series with a new crew. What luck. I had absolutely zero time to wait until the next iteration of the series, unlike those fans that came before me. I'm sorry, fans. (laughs) I do recognize and sympathize with the horror of your suffering. When TNG premiered, I was there, sitting on the floor of our house, watching with my face two inches from the screen as I do. I'm legally blind, with 10% vision in my right eye, and none on my left. It's amazing my face doesn't glow in the dark after having it having <laughs> after having it stuffed so close to those old CRT TVs. Suffice it to say, I was there for the whole seven years of TNG, DS9, and Voyager. Personally, DS9 is my favorite of all the Treks, but I love that there is so much to enjoy and enthrall the imagination in this franchise. In the 5th grade, I was just starting to understand that interests change, and I found this disheartening. How could one be so excited about something only to lose interest and have it mean nothing in the future? I worried that this would be the same with Trek, so figured I might as well enjoy it as much as possible. My young self would have been very happy to know that this particular interest has lasted me into my 40s. And while the newest iterations of the franchise haven't held the same magic for me, I love that some are finding their own magic in them. I wonder if those long-suffering TOS fans felt the same about T.I.G. when it first aired. I do believe the rage on that front is well documented. I have hope that one day I will be able to find that same magic in the new iterations. In the meantime, I have an epic literary world to explore. As a kid, I couldn't read any of the Trek books due to my vision, even though I desperately wanted to. The only unabridged audiobooks they had in the 80s, it seemed, were classics like The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. What sci-fi nerd kid wants that? (laughs) Abridged versions were costly, and while I did buy them, I found their abridged nature offensive to my very core. Who would intentionally cut a story to make it shorter? So rude. Young me did not appreciate the financial considerations of paying talent for their time. But I digress a third time. Best wishes to all the listeners of Daily Star Trek News. Also sign up to support the show on Patreon immediately. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Sean. Thanks for listening to Star Trek Stories from Daily Star Trek News. If you have a story that you'd like to share, then please visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek Stories to find out how. This show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit Com.